This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. I will ask you to come and preach now. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, when we're singing that song, I thought they should have turned to some people here to sing the song to them. That trained your heavy arts. I was looking at some people as if it was written prophetically for them. God, you are just looking. You start to look at your neighbor. Do you have a heavy heart? Say, please, don't carry it home. Trade it. <laughs> Glory. Thank you, choir. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so the Bible says, in his presence. Psalm 16, verse 11. There is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forever. No, the Bible says, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. That scripture came when we were praying this morning. The other implication, another point from that scripture is the fact that if you are in tears, you are sowing. But if you are rejoicing, you are harvesting. Are you getting what I'm saying? Those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. Joy is connected to reaping tears to sowing. Why don't you reap harvest? Jesus said in John 4, I have sent you into harvest that you bestow no labor. Others have labored, but I have sent you to reap their harvest. Mm. There's a scripture I'm reserving for second service. <laughs> so watch second service because I don't want to say it now. But let's read something this morning. Exodus, before we take our seed, 33 verse 14. Exodus 33 verse 14. I want to begin to talk about the presence of God, or should we say the anointing of God, or the anointing of the Spirit of God. The Bible says, He said, this is God talking to Moses, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give you rest. Before we read further, ah, uh, okay, sit down. <laughs> so I don't like keeping people standing for too long. No, I like keeping people standing for too long. But I've been accused in this church of keeping people standing, so out of good conscience. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? My presence shall go with thee, I will give thee rest. There is a kind of rest that only those who enjoy his presence can enjoy. There is a kind of rest that is only given. Jesus was talking about this. He said, come unto me all ye that labor under every lady. Matthew 11, 23. And I will give you rest. You will never have this kind of rest regardless of your possession. Except to a man or a woman of divine presence. Only his presence guarantees this kind of rest. So, 
he told Moses, my presence will go with you. You have many battles that you are going to fight against the nations whose land you are going to possess. But if my presence is with you, I will give you rest. But there is something that the presence does. And that was what Moses actually spoke about. This is very deep. Let's read further. So in verse 15, Moses said, I love Moses. He said unto him, If your presence go not with me, don't carry us from here. There's no point moving. If your presence will not carry us. Then he said something in verse 16 that is more powerful. Which is what, while we are going this way, he said, for wherein shall it be known ere that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? One, is it not that thy presence goes with us, goes with us? So shall we be separated? I and thy people from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Ah. Mm. Moses started saying that. If your presence goes with us, in fact, we will not move without your presence. God, the only distinguishing factor, what is going to make me not to look like every other person, is that your presence, oh, believers must understand this thing. Of course, I'm just starting to go second service. This makes you a different person. On the face of the earth. When Ammon who wanted to destroy the Jews, in the book of Esther, we start from two and three, when he wanted to describe to the king, Mordecai and all his people, he wanted to talk about the Jews. He said there is a group of people, oh king, of course he wanted to uh, talk the king into the king destroying the Jews. So many times, the Bible said that take the wicked away from the throne of the king and his throne shall be established in righteousness. At times people seek political positions. Many times what people should seek is a position where the person in authority listens to you. All over the world, leaders don't just take decisions by themselves. Many times they are puppet in people's hands. At other times, they just have somebody that they listen to and whatever that person tells them will guide the decision they will make all over the world. But that's not my priority today. Are you getting what I'm saying? So Ammon came in, but he described the Jews as a group of people because as at that time, King Aisharos sat over 120 nations. <laughs> you see, UN is not new. <laughs> What U.S. What US is doing in U.N. now, but he had it officially. All 120 nations were under him, including the Jews. So they were all under him, like you have different tribes in Lagos. And that man said that there is among these 120, uh, maybe ethnic groups or 120 nations, there is a nation totally different from others, because of this thing that Moses said, the anointing distinguishes a man. The anointing separates a man from other people. I know this is just introduction. You see, when Samson wanted to begin to tell Delilah the secret of his power in Judges 16, I think in verse 7 and probably in verse 11, he used one word. He said, if you tie me, of course he was deceiving her, 
Say, tell me the source of your strength. At times I'm preaching and I'm being pulled this direction. You see, Peter denied Jesus because he was following from afar. When you follow Jesus from afar, it's just a matter of time. You will betray him. That is why you don't want them to know in the office that you are a Christian. It's happening to a lot of Christians in the Western world. You don't want people to know that you're a Christian. You blend in. You know, you don't want anybody to see you holding the Bible so that they will not say you are religious, but they own all of that stuff. Smokers are very generous. When you sit down with them, as soon as they pick that thing, they offer you one. When will you start offering people Jesus? Hallelujah. Hey, are you following me? Praise the Lord. Something started gradually. If you check what it started with, he said, okay, if you do this to me, I will lose my power. If you do that to me, then gradually began to move to the real thing. Before he talked about the shaving of his head, he said, if you take locks and lock down my hair, it was beginning to come around the whole thing. Somebody enemy, don't play with sin. It will suck you in if you are too close. That's what the Bible says, flee from all the appearances of evil. Why are you visiting somebody you should not visit? Why are you watching what you should not watch? Why are you holding somebody in the secret? Don't you know that the devil is also present? And he will help you. I get what I'm saying. Anyway, <laughs> that's that just for somebody. I get what I'm saying. So, <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus. But let's read verse 7. Just like one Moses said, Judges chapter 16, verse 7. Please, give me Judges 16, 7. And Samson said to her, If they bind me with seven green wheats, they were never dried, then shall I be weak. But the latter part, can we read together the last part there? And be what? In other words, as I am, I am different from other men. <laughs> I, how many people are different here? Can I hear you say a loud amen? amen? You know, some raise their hand reluctantly. We get there because it has not done on you that you are different. And this is the beginning of making impact on the face of the heart. Can I hear amen? Is somebody with me? Yes, sir. So, Samson was saying that you are all other men, but I am different. Something will have to happen to me for me to come down to the level of other men. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, in verse 11, about, about verse 11, we said the same thing. So, of course, the woman did that to him and she found that he was just playing that, just playing tricks. So the Bible said that a fool makes mockery as sin. Don't play around what you should not play around. The moment a comedian cracks a joke around the Bible, I shut down on them. That's why we don't bring comedians into this church. The first two years of church they were used to. Do not play around only things. So when it comes to some of these things, I say this, I respect people of another religion. They don't play around their holy stuff. Christians come around and some and some comedians are even cracking jokes on Jesus and some believers are laughing. 
May they not show you on the screen of heaven on that day. When you stand before the Father and you are watching how you were laughing. When the only one who paid with his blood was being desecrated in the name of comedy and you were enjoying it. This same Bible, some play around. Some died for us to have the Bible today. And somebody's cracking joke around Bible and you are laughing. This will annoy some comedians and you know, I don't care. There are those who do very wonderful comedy. But you can talk about a lot of things. There are too many funny things in Nigeria alone. Some talk about, don't go around but leave the Bible alone. That's just what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with comedy. But stay away from only things. Just don't go around it. Hallelujah. Okay. Verse 11, he said to her, if you bind me fast with a new rope, as if the speed will do something, that will never occupy, then I shall be, say that word again. In other words, when you compare an anointed man with an unanointed person, one is weak, one is strong. What Samson is saying, he used the word weak to describe all other men. In other words, no matter how strong, physically, emotionally, financially, any man is, when he meets an anointed person, is weak. Ah, are we alive this morning? Is somebody with me? Are you getting what I'm saying? So, something is saying that there is something in me that if you compare me with any other man, the best they get is that they are weak. They are weak. Because of the power of the Holy Spirit. When David saw this, I will continue from here, second service. I desire that everybody listening to me, you will cease to live an ordinary life. You know, I've always said that if you are the type that you come to church and you are just tired and everything, you are going to miss out a lot. Um, on Friday, somebody, not a leader, just somebody in the church, just woke up to me. And then he told me that he was praying. And then he saw a revelation. This is a gentle guy. And then he saw for saw some angels here. And then he was given an opportunity of knowing some of the names. Well, I stayed with the Bible. But the only thing I told him is that the angels being around is not new. He saw them because he came around to pray on Friday. I called we're praying for mercy encounter. I said, Me, I'm, I'm 100 percent aware of this at all time. Listen, I said that just to say. The spirit moves a lot when the word of God is going on. Those of you that are in the habit, it is some things are not Christian life, but you don't know. This thing of keeping quiet and just watching. No. Check how many times amen was said to every word given in the book of Revelation from chapter 1 to 22. Everyone is never quiet. If you are, if you are quiet as a believer, especially when you are in church, that's when you just keep quiet and just, you know, everywhere and then you are just watching, you are just, you are missing a lot. You are missing a lot. It's true. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> the amen will be louder now. Africans. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? 
what I want to start with is the fact that there is the way of the anointed and wherever they are found anything they get involved with should be with a difference so when Saul died as David was lamenting the death of Saul 2 Samuel 1 is it 1 now? yeah 1 either 2 or 2 20. give me 2 Samuel 2 21 as David began to lament the death of Saul he said something. Now, I want to where David was crying about this. Is it 121 or 22? I know it's 2 Samuel, either 121 or, or 220. Give me 121. Let's check. I quote a lot, but I don't know scripture. So, <laughs> some, I remember. Yes. He said, Ye man, You mountains of Gibeah, let there be no deal, neither let there be rain upon you, nor the fields of offering. For there, the shield of the mighty is violently cast away. The shield of Saul. Everybody say the last word again. When they told David that Saul died, who killed him? The Philistine. It sounded to him like when they say a Christian died or miscarried, a woman, she was trying to give birth. These things, they happen, but they are abnormalities. They, they shouldn't be. The Bible, for instance, says, there shall none among you be barren, even under the old covenant. Now, when it happens, it's not to blame anyone, because it's not anybody's fault. But all of us should together team up with those who are believing God, or those who are sick, or when the Christian is totally broken afford anything. It contradicts. So David began to cry. And they said, why are you crying? He said, Saul died. As though he was not anointed. Are you getting what I'm saying? The same thing Samson said. So Samson was conscious that I am stronger than all other men. Because there is an anointing. David said that, you mean the Philistine brought out sword, sword and killed Saul. Where was the anointing? And as he sat down to cry, he said he, he began to cause Mount Gibeah where Saul died. He said because he died as though he was not anointed. Why was David saying this? He knew what happened when he was anointed in 1 Samuel 16. Aye. The Bible said the Spirit of God came upon him from that day forward. 1 Samuel 16 verse 13. The Bible said that, and Samuel poured the oil on him. And from that day, that was the reason why David was able to confront Goliath. The Goliath issue happened in 17, just a chapter after. But God made sure that Samuel poured oil on him. That was one because anointed people don't see things the way others see it. They saw giants, but he just saw an, an uncircumcised Philistine. So when the oil came upon his head and he got up from the presence of Samuel, something entered David. Number one, he was playing for the sheep before. All of a sudden, an invitation came from the palace. It's part of the anointing. It's part of the anointing. A business that starts as a kiosk, in a moment, it's all over town because the anointing multiplies and the anointing protects. Are you getting what I'm saying? So David understood that, you know, I usually say, if you want to act that in the African magic or you want to act it in Hollywood, it will throw the first stone. It will go like a second stone. Third stone. 
fourth stone, then there will be the fifth one, the last one, and his hand will be shaking. And they'll be playing sand. And then he will take that last stone and he will say, Lord, this is the last. The last. Because that is the only way the film will be sweet. Are <laughs> you hearing what I'm saying? But thank God, God is not into drama. But somebody can cut that part and say, Pastor, are God, I'm not saying drama is ungodly. We have Manza, we have a lot of, even normal film, there's nothing, you can be an actor and not, you, you don't have to be a, you don't have to do Christian movie. Just do movies that are clean and that make sense. Okay? Uh-huh. If you are doing Christian movie, you have to be called into that. You can do music, not necessarily gospel song. I know this is strange, but some people will get angry with what I'm saying right now and send a message tonight. Only that they sing national anthem and it's not a gospel song. You can create songs for lovers that on the wedding day and you have one, I don't want to somebody, I don't want to say that person was singing something, but you can create songs that they can sing about Eminence of Bill did for little children being born. Till now, in some naming, they still play Obi. Evergreen songs. You can sing about after all, when you marry. For those that are singles here, your first night, I do not think it is done when you'll be playing in your room. I want to be where you are in your presence. That's where I always want to be. I just want to be. Give me that. I just want to be too. I want to be where you are, dwelling in your presence, feasting at your table. Or your first night, you are telling your wife, no guilty life, no fear in death. There is a power of Christ. Sorry, who is dying? <laughs> are you with me? So there can be beautiful songs. What the Bible said that let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. We have too many dirty songs, dirty lyrics, and people love them. Some of you, your ringtone is amazing. You need to call. See, when you are holy, they told me one that didn't even know that the sound that goes away you call me was. See, Satan is very strategic. I want to say that see, when you living holy, you have to pay attention to your life. You can't do what every other person because you are separated unto God. Holiness is not uh, wear shirt, don't wear trousers. No, it's a lifestyle that is fully dedicated to God. You are separated. You are separated. Your words are pure words. You cannot just say to somebody that yeah, you are mad and they start using words. Neither do you say terrible words. When you speak, it is to bless, it is to edify, it is to teach. Because you are holy unto the Lord. Yes. Your motives at all times must be pure. Yes. And your interaction with opposite says pure. That is holiness. A life fully pleasing unto God. If you offend anybody, you are quick to apologize. Holiness. You keep this clean atmosphere around you. It is true. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed this morning? Ah, 
I, I want to just stop on Saul. David just remembered the anointing came on him. The same oil that Samuel poured on Saul was the same oil he poured on David. And David knew the impact of that oil. 17-year-old boy. After he became a captain of a thousand. He saw the rapid promotion the anointing could give. And when the king was angry with him, the king set him up. He said, go and give me four skin of 100 Philistines. And Saul sat down on his throne with joy. He said, I, I know that with this assignment, he will die there. David came back with 200. And Saul was like, <laughs> even Saul's daughter, that was a bait to David, fell in love with him. And Saul was madder. That what is going on here? So David knew what the anointing did. How the Philistines saw just couldn't touch him. How he was divinely protected. How with one shot, Goliath fell. So when he saw that, but this fellow is also, this guy was also anointed. And he said, you mean battle happened and he died. Ah, the guy cried and cried and cried. He said Saul died as though he was not anointed. The anointing. I'm going to move from it, from this place, second service. Go on with the fact that you are different from all other men and women on the face of the earth. This is why we can make the supernatural happen. This is why they can say no to every other person until it gets to your turn. All I'm going to share at the end of the day is that this thing works with your consciousness of it. I will take it from there. But these are the few examples I want to give for service. I just want people to go with the father as you drive back home. Let this mind be in you. You are not like other people. Because there is the presence of God called the anointing at work in your life. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. May you all from today, first of May, begin to experience different results. Where others have failed, you will succeed. May you be divinely protected on all sides. When it gets your your turn, something good has to happen. Your family is sanctified for your sake. The anointing of the Lord. Everybody pray wherever you are. I cannot be weak as other men. That was what something was saying. Because of the anointing. I cannot be rejected like other men. I cannot live in this world like someone that has no God. No. The anointing. Oh, this disease, nobody survives it. I will not only survive, I will heal others. Oh, it does not normally happen this way. But for me, it will happen. Because by the anointing, we are distinguished. We are different from all the men on the face of the earth. Oh, when you start in one year, you should expect some failures in your business. No, that's for all men. 
I go with the word of God. That's for all men. But some of us are different. Let's let all rise. You know, I remember a scripture, and I can't remember where it is. Say, blessed be uh, who causes us always to triumph in Christ. What is that scripture? Sounds like Second Corinthians, Second Corinthians two fourteen. Give me Second Corinthians two fourteen. I want to show you something from this. One day, I was just worshiping God, and I don't know what somebody said to me that happened. I said, you know, in life, you you win. Say, but once in a while, there are things that they happen that we don't like. Of course, it's. Then the Lord was trying to correct this. And this scripture just came. Now, thanks be unto God. Which? How many times? Do you know they say out there that you win some, you lose some. But this is the word of the living God. Not many times. That would have been good enough. Not most times. That would have been good enough. But the Bible says always. Good things happen to me always. Say it loud and clear. I triumph. That means I experience victory. Every time. Shout it loud, amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus, there is no bot in my life. Oh, say that by yourself. Say it loud and clear. The Bible says God has blessed Abraham in all things. So on the ground of this scripture, I declare to myself, declare to yourself, there is no bot. There is no bot. There is no bot. All round victory because it causes me to triumph. Always, always, always. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. It is well with my siblings. It is well with my children. It is well with my spouse. It is well with my members. It is well with everybody around me. It is well with my cause. It is well with my job. It is well with my marriage. It is well with my health. It is well with my finances. It is well with everything. By the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. Always. We give you praise, Lord. Somebody give God praise this morning. Hallelujah. Is someone blessed this morning? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We worship you. Blessed be your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let's give our friend this money. When I am weak, you are the treasure that I see. You are my all in all. 
not to give all I be of food. You are my God. We sing to Jesus. your month of May. Go ahead as fast as you can. Speak over the month of May. This is the first fruit of May. May 1st. And gold enough is a Sunday. Speak over May. Speak divine protection. Speak provision. Be specific with your, with your words. I experience greater prosperity, stronger health in the month of May. Rest for my soul, peace. I reach more people for Christ in the month of May. I live, I fellowship deeper with the Father. Yes, I walk more in the light. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just stay after me say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. God bless you.